With Fidelity Wealth Management, a dedicated advisor can work with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Plus, you'll have access to specialists in estate planning strategies. So you're not just growing and protecting your wealth, you're sharing it. More at fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimums apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. If you're listening to my show, you're looking for tips on how to work smarter, not harder. And let's be real. You're already working hard to earn your money. But how do you make sure that your money is working hard for you? Here's how. With a Betterment Automated Investment and Savings app, your money will go to work. They've got technology that will provide you with advanced tools, and they're built to help maximize your returns, not to mention your time. They have expert-built portfolios of low-cost exchange-traded funds. You know I love those exchange-traded funds. There's automated investing technology, and as part of that, automated rebalancing. Many of you have been asking about rebalancing, and it sort of feels like a hard thing to do on your own. With Betterment, easy peasy. They do it for you. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high-yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk. Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. Welcome to the Jill on Money podcast. It is Friday, February 5th. Is everyone getting ready for the Super Bowl weekend ahead? Going to be a little bit weird, but you know what? I'm kind of digging it. I don't know. We we're talking about what to make. I might make a, um, a, a big turkey chili or... But we'll see. I'm not I'm not married to that yet. I'm not married to that yet. All right, let's get to your questions. This is the program that takes the mystery out of your financial life, I hope. And so you can send us your questions at askjill at jillonmoney.com. Askjill at jillonmoney.com. Richard writes, my wife and I have about two-thirds of our total investments in traditional IRAs. We are both taking Social Security and required minimum distributions. We can stay within the 12% bracket for now. That's great. But as required minimum distributions increase with age, I'm wondering what means there might be to reduce or better control the tax obligation. I question the feasibility of doing a Roth up to the top of our tax bracket as those additional dollars contributed seem to result in a higher marginal tax rate, closer to 20 to 22 Hmm. I suppose when one of us passes, the one left will be in that one, maybe a higher one. Would that be the potential justification for continuing to do some Roth conversions? Yeah, but you know what? Like, you can also not overthink this. You know, you could basically say, I'll just take my, I'll take the RMDs and I'll pay as I go along. That's that's not the worst thing in the world. But yes, the justification is that whoever is left could find him or herself in a higher tax bracket. But again, I wouldn't go nuts. Okay, Jane writes, uh, I am 53. My partner is 58. We are both healthcare professionals. We work, we've worked full-time for more than 30 years. We want to retire next year. We have combined savings in 401k through work of just under 3 million bucks. Yowza. Woo. Market's been good to us. We're working with a retirement planner who has looked at our accounts at Fidelity and helped us put money into bonds. And there's also 50% still in growth funds. We've stopped contributing at this point. We each make about a hundred grand a year. We still owe money on our home, about 225 grand and money on a cabin that we built, 110,000. We've got some credit card debt. What? How can you have $3 million in savings with credit card debt? 
and they've got 401k loans. I'm glad that you stopped contributing. What you should be doing is quickly, whatever money you have, you should be paying off your credit card loans first. I guess don't worry so much about the the 401ks. But anyway, here we go. Social security, about 2,900 bucks each if we wait until age 67. If we quit work, does the number change? It won't change that much. We need to pay for health insurance, $1,000 a month um, if we retire early. The advisor has done the numbers, feels we have more than enough to fully fund our retirement as well as to build a modest home up at our property where the cabin is. Are we crazy to think about retiring at a young age with debt? No, that's not the crazy reason to do it. You're 53 and 58. That's just crazy in terms of like a long time to finance an unemployment, as our friend Michael Goodman likes to say. We're not going to call it retirement anymore. We're just going to call it unemployment. Um, And it's not about debt. I know that you worked hard for many years and I know you're tired. You probably can do this. You have an advisor. Um, It doesn't sound like you spend a ton of money. It's a long time to get from your age 53 until your full retirement age, 14 years. I don't know exactly how you're going to be living between now and social security. Even if you could figure out that you could do it, is there a way to do this differently? That's what I would ask you. Is there a way that you can say you work less? Could you go part-time? Is that possible? First of all, Everyone knows that I have a hard time when people say they want to retire and they're 53. I have a hard time when people say they want to retire and they're younger than I am. Let's just be clear about that. And it may be that you are tired and you've maybe just killed yourselves and maybe this COVID thing has just knocked the crap out of you. So I I get that. What I would suggest is this. I think there will be no retirement until you pay off that debt. So what I would say is that you should not retire not about the, not I'm talking about the mortgage. I'm not talking about that, but no retirement until the credit card debt is fully paid off and you have a new, you have one year of your expenses that's set aside. Those would be the two things that I would really be concerned with. And, you know, I'm a little concerned that you're doing this without health insurance. $1,000 a month may do it, may not do it. $3 million is a lot of money, but it's amazing how it doesn't feel like that much when you're so young. The other thing you didn't actually mention is how much money you need, you would like to spend. You have an advisor, the advisor's done the nut math. Okay, I get it. I just want to be clear that this one's tough for me. This one is a tough one. All right. Mark, you know, I hate being the woman who pops people's dreams. I know Mark loves to set me up like this. He really does. He wants me to be the bad. He, I'm the bad parent. He's the good one. Hmm. Luna writes, I'm 25 years old, single, self-employed. I make 10 grand a month before taxes and I live in New York City. I've got 35 grand in my Roth, which I've maxed out every year. Good for you. 16,000 in an emergency reserve fund, 19,000 in a brokerage account, 30,000 in liquid savings. My only debt, mortgage for a rental property in another state that I pay with rental income that it generates. That's great. I live frugally. Typically, I keep my monthly expenses under 1300 How do you do that in New York? God bless you. Good for you, Luna. I would love to live on my own. Oh, because you live with roommates. I would love to live on my own instead of with roommates. I can't stomach the idea of paying $1,500 in rent when I could save that money and eventually buy my own apartment. That's great. 
I was browsing and I found the perfect one bedroom with a balcony, $450,000. My credit union can approve me for a 30-year loan, 3% interest. I bought the rental property with 20% down, but due to the high prices, I could only imagine putting 5% down. I currently pay rent of $850. The dream apartment would be $2,000 a month. I feel like it would be worth it because the money would be going towards an apartment. I feel an urgency to do this, to cement myself in a home that is my own. But is it worth it? Am I rushing for no reason? How do you feel about me buying with only 5% down? Okay, ready? Is it worth it or am I rushing for no reason? You're rushing for no reason. You're putting this pressure on yourself. You don't have to do this. How do you? How do I feel about you buying with 5% down? Not good. I do not think that's a good idea. Um, and you're young and you're only 25. And by the way, I know you're self-employed. You make a great living. You need to have more money saved up if you're going to buy. Okay. And Luna says, if it weren't for COVID, I would have liked to use some of my savings to travel or live abroad. Oh, well, you know what? Guess what? Even if you want to put roots down in New York, well, this pandemic's going to pass. You're going to have a lot more information. I think that if you want to buy an apartment, that's great. Keep putting money aside. Keep saving. Fine, but I would not do this right now. She ends by asking, should I buy or keep my mobility by continuing to save and live with roommates? I think you should keep your options open by renting. I don't think you have to live with roommates. I mean, frankly, I'm sure that you could find um, some better rentals right now because rents in the city have come down. Um, I would look into that, but I really think that buying is premature and I wouldn't do it. I just wouldn't do it. Um, flexibility, you're young. Let's let's make sure that we take advantage of that, okay? Mark has an empty apartment that he'd like to rent to you. Mark, when are you going to rent that out? Your, your in-laws are not coming back anytime soon, are they? Uh, Mark Mark's in-laws live in the same complex um, as him, which just shows you that he is a very fine human being, that he's happy to have his in-laws nearby. But they've been stuck abroad amid COVID, living in their original place of residency. So Mark, I think it's time. As soon as you rent it, that's when they'll be able to come back. That's the problem, right? So next up, Sarah. Hi, Jill. I've never paid much attention to my retirement accounts, but I've started looking at my IRAs and investment accounts and feel unqualified to manage my money. In addition, I'm feeling that I need to diversify in this market. Maybe buy more stocks, invest in crypto. I talked with a financial advisor. I didn't want to pay the fees. I may use a low-cost service with Vanguard, but I doubt they'll be helpful with crypto. I'm interested in your take on the bull market and increasing digital assets. Well, I'd be interested to know how much money you have, okay, and you know whether we could get you into an advisor who sees crypto in a similar way that I do, which is really now an asset class that's similar to a commodity. I think the, the opinions are shifting and you'll be happy about that. Okay. All right. Finally, we have Daniel who says, do you have to claim stimulus money on your tax return? Answer, no. Isn't that easy? You do not. It's one of the great things that you do not have to pay any tax on the 1200 the 500 per kid, the 600 the 600 per kid. No, no, no. So the stimulus checks that you have received, you do not have to pay tax on. Congratulations. You're a winner. Okay. That's it. That is the program. Hey, you know what I forgot to do all the time? Our music is composed by Joel Goodman, Mark Talercio, the best executive producer in the world. And we are distributed by Cadence 13. Ha, got it in, right? 
Now, we are going to have a fantastic weekend. Tomorrow, we're doing big time uh, second episode of Taxes with Ed Slot. It's going to be great. So stay tuned for that. And Super Bowl Sunday, special guest star. You're going to love this one. It's a great and perfect one for Super Bowl Sunday. We always thank you for your questions. We thank you for listening. And we really appreciate that you are part of our community. So it's been um, it's been an amazing run. Mark, we'll have to do a special episode in March when we mark our one-year anniversary of going daily. That'll be fun. As a result of this pandemic, we have changed our format and the whole thing works because you guys keep sending us your questions. If you have a financial question, ask Jill at JillOnMoney.com. Ask Jill at JillOnMoney.com. That is the way to get to us. Our website is JillOnMoney.com. And don't forget to wash your hands, to wear your masks, to maintain your physical distancing, and please put your hands metaphorically on someone's back today. All right. We'll talk to you tomorrow.